Welcome to the Sassy Biker Sister Podcast. I'm your hostess, Erin Bailey. We will be hearing from some amazing lady bikers around the United States and beyond. Whether you have ridden, hope to ride soon, or currently ride motorcycles, front, back, or sidecar, this podcast is a can't miss. We will share some of the best roads, destinations, tips, and laughs as we chat with our Sassy Biker Sisters. Hey, hey, Sassy Biker Sisters. Today I talk with an amazing woman from St. Charles, Missouri. We talk about how to successfully and boldly participate in what has in the past been more of a man's industry. Paris McGowan is the first female African-American motorcycle technician for Harley-Davidson, but she is so much more. As I dialed into the interview with her, she was preparing for a storm. She ran over, slid into her chair, and almost passed the camera. We started off with laughs, and they just kept going. (laughs) How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. (laughs) I heard the countdown in the background. Three minutes. (laughs) I heard it. I was just like, I got to run. No. (laughs) You're fine. (laughs) There's no hurry. We're very relaxed here. (laughs) (laughs) Did you need to do something? No, I found everything. (laughs) All right, good. (laughs) I'm Erin. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Well, do you have any questions before we start? Um, no, I don't think so, no. (laughs) So on Sassy Biker Sisters, our first question is always, tell me about your bike. Okay. So my bike, I I love her to death. Um, her name is Azula, or AKA Double Deuce, because she is a Harley Davidson softail Deuce, but she's also an O2, so Double Deuce. Double Deuce. Yes. Uh, she's my baby, my first bike, and she's the reason why I got into Harley Davidson in general. Um, crazy story. So I went in for a job interview at a one of my local Harley Davidson dealerships just to, you know, I just needed something. I pulled into the parking lot, seeing the bike, instantly fell in love. Wow. Immediately. So right after my job interview, yes, I did get the job. <laughs> I bought the bike. It, just, it was my first bike. I never rode passenger, never, I didn't know anything about motorcycles. So I really? bought this bike. Yes. Crazy, right? Just jumped right, right head first into Harley Davidson, and yeah, that. So was you just that. walked into the dealership. Did you know anybody there? I mean, my they knew my my mom, my parents, mm-hmm. but they didn't really know me. Oh. So yeah, it was it was just a crazy wild story. Well, sometimes the universe works like that. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. Well, let's see it. Is that it behind you? Yes. So. Okay. Boop, there she is. No, oh, very cool. So tell us real quickly um, why it is called a deuce. What makes it that? Um, that's the name that Harvey Davidson chose. Okay. That's just the, the make of it. <clears throat> so, and it's pretty rare now. They haven't made this bike for quite some time. I believe the last model was probably like oh eight, oh seven. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they 
It's a pretty rare find. Cool. Well, good. That's awesome. It's a beautiful blue. Thank you. Turquoise blue. Um, Turquoise. It looks blue on camera, but it's more mm -hmm. like a darker teal okay. kind of color. That's why I fell in love with it, with the color. I know, girly me. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's a good balance. <laughs> well, I love it. Thank you. So you kind of scooped me on talking about your job with Harley. Yes. <clears throat> so I wanted to interview you because you are a lady biker and um, come across as very empowered, uh, yet aware, and um, not necessarily secondary, but definitely equal. Tell mm -hmm. us about your job now. Because you've okay. gotten quite a bit of quite a bit of exposure about this, right? So I didn't know that was going to happen at all. I just, <laughs> you know, I went into school thinking, yeah, I'm just going to be a mechanic. Then all of a sudden, next thing I know, I'm on the news once I graduate. So I'm just like, oh my gosh. So um, right now, um, it's been a journey because yeah. I'm one year out of uh, school. And I've learned so much and just met so many people. Just being a technician, being hands-on, getting your hands dirty every day, it's, it's a dream come true, honestly. It was, just, it was just meant to happen. So, I mean, I love my job. I love working with people. I love working with different bikes, getting to ride their bikes and tell them, like, hey, this is what I recommend. It's just, I don't know. It's just amazing to me. That's awesome. How long did you work at Harley before you decided to go to school? Um, so it was a little over a year. Mm -hmm. um, I was just working in the clothing department. Um, but when I was working there, I wanted more. So I would like sneak away and go and visit, you know, the technicians and just kind of watch them, see what they were doing. And I was just like, I could totally do that. I could really do that. And I just wanted more, you know, out of life. Yeah. So it, it was just crazy. So it was probably like three o'clock in the morning. I had no business being awake at that moment. <laughs> and I just seen a commercial on TV. And it was just like, come to MMI, learn how to work on Harley Davidson. I've never seen this commercial in my life. And all of a sudden, I'm just like, I could do that. I could do that. So I signed up and I was off to school within a few months. Wow. So, yeah. And so now you are the first African-American female motorcycle, Harley Davidson motorcycle mechanic. Yes. That's awesome. That's fantastic. I mean, it's, it's crazy trying to tell the story. I'm just like, that's, that doesn't sound, that sounds ridiculous, but like it happened. <laughs> it's not ridiculous at all. That's, that's amazing that you followed, you know, you, you kind of followed what was put in front of you mm -hmm. and uh, just went with it and didn't say, no, I can't do that. Did you wrench on your own bike before you went to school? No. Oh, okay. So I knew completely nothing. I was brand new to everything, didn't know what tools really were or anything, you know? Wow. So, yeah. How exciting. So, have you learned um, 
Have you learned about yourself within this process? Yes, definitely. So um, learning that, first of all, I know I'm very headstrong. So once I put my mind to it, I want to be the best. That's the competitive side of me. I've definitely learned that. And, you know, just I'm always putting my best foot forward, trying to figure out anything or just, I don't know, like, I'm just very curious when it comes to a lot of different things. So if something's not working right or something, then I'm definitely, like, hands-on. I got to see. I got to investigate. So I learned that I'm, I guess, kind of a nosy person. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe just interested and curious. we'll take nosy that's fine (laughs) you know like also I'm just very I just I have to be the best I'm very competitive with everything so like all eyes on me so I'm like I have to be a one I have to be perfect on everything yeah well what a journey for you and it's just started I didn't realize you were just a a year out that's Mm -hmm. awesome very cool very cool well back to your bike and to riding Mm -hmm. a little bit so tell us a little bit more about yourself. What was, you know, we kind of now know that you were just enamored enamored with a bike when you walked in and so you started riding. Right. How do you feel now when you're on the bike? I mean, I feel it's hard to explain it because once you get on, like, all your, like, daily struggles, worries, everything just kind of wash away. So, I mean, like, that's one of the biggest things on why I ride. So I can clear my mind, still be out in adventure. And, I mean, I think it's fun being lost on the bike versus being lost in the car. So, you know, like, I don't know. It just gives me that freedom to just do what I want to do, see everything, and just relax. Nice. It is relaxing as long as the weather's good. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking a little bit about the storm coming through. Mm-hmm. You're, you work in St. Charles, mm-hmm. right, at the St. Charles Harley-Davidson? Yes. Okay. Um, and you live nearby? No. Oh. Yeah. So I live a lot further south in Imperial, uh, Missouri right now. So I got a good 30 miles away. So, I mean, like, it's good riding whenever I get to ride in. So when you ride on a day off, where do you choose to go? Um, So I like to venture, like, further south. I like to go towards um, the Bluff area. There's this lovely little ride down, like, old 141. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of cars. You get to drive by, you see, like all the bluffs on the side of the highway. You see the rolling hills and the sun peeking up over the hills. Mm-hmm. That's what I love the most. And then you get to see, like, all the wildlife and, you know, the huge birds. And it's just, it's so pretty out that way. Um, I, and then I, I like to stop somewhere, like, out in Herculaneum, Missouri. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but... Mm-hmm. I love it. I just like the open space, the, the no traffic, just 
rolling hills everywhere. Awesome. I spoke to a woman in um, Lincoln, Nebraska, and she talked about being able to go 15, 20 minutes outside and just kind of being in the middle of nowhere where there is nothing. And it is just the most amazing transformation to be able to do that. Yes. Exactly. I like to get out of the the city hustle and bustle and just kind of, you know, go out into the middle of nowhere, find like a small diner or something, talk to the locals and just, you know, relax. There you go. (laughs) So have you been to any rallies? Um, The last year I had went to a rally here in St. Louis. Um, we did a poor Labor Day. It was an all-women's ride. That was one of my first that I've done. That was insane. I never smiled so hard in my life. There were so many women there, and they were from everywhere. And it was just so empowering. Rode around St. Louis, stopped traffic. Everybody's looking at us. It was awesome. It was just amazing. And then I was also a part of um, Ride for Hope. Mm-hmm. So Ride for Hope, they do, uh, you know, they care for women that have cancer or women with children, just whoever, whatever woman needs help, we mm-hmm. provide support for those women. That's awesome. Very good. Do you have um, any wish rallies? Okay. Um <laughs> I have a a rally that I'm going to be doing, which is, I'm a little nervous about, but I'm excited. It's in Tulsa, Oklahoma, so we're doing a ride out there, um, and we get to learn about uh, Black Wall Street and everything there. Um, That's coming up May 13th through the 14th, so I guess that would be my my wish rally right now, but I'm already in the works of doing that. But I would love, love, love to go and ride all the way down to uh, Louisiana and Texas and everything. That sounds awesome. Do you have any advice for new riders? Um, don't give up. Um, I honestly, me, I'm still considering myself a new rider. Um, just don't give up and keep at it. Don't get discouraged. Don't. Uh, don't let people tell you how to ride your bike. You have to ride your own ride. Whatever you feel comfortable with riding or however you feel comfortable riding, just make sure you are safe and everything will be fine. And relax. (laughs) It is important to relax. You get too uptight and then you hurt. Yes. You, You hurt the next day and it's not quite as fun. Exactly. Very good. And so we like to keep it real. Mm -hmm. Do you have any whoopsies you'd like to share? Okay. So first time, okay, I was trying to ride my bike on my own with no one around. Mm -hmm. And I decided to... uh, Try to ride it on gravel. That was the first time I learned that you shouldn't do that. So I ended up laying my bike over. 
and um, it, it, I didn't get hurt, but it hurt my pride more than anything, and also trying to pick up the bike the wrong way, because I didn't know how to at the time, so that was my big whoopsie. Also, um, don't go out too fast on brand new tires right after it rained. Oh. Yes. So that happened. (laughs) (laughs) But that's good advice, right? Yes. uh, Take it slow, especially on brand new tires after the rain. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Very good. (laughs) Did you fishtail or did you drop the bike? I ended up dropping the bike. Um, Yes. So, unfortunately, it was not my own. It was a customer's. Yes. And that was my biggest whoops. Because I've never really dumped a bike on the street. So, that was a huge wake-up call to, like, you know, um, get things together, plan accordingly, and take it a little bit slower, let's just say. So as a mechanic, do you have any advice for the ladies? Things they should look out for, be mindful for as they get on the bike? Um, as you get on the bike, I, I do this religiously now. Make sure your brakes work. Make sure your throttle cables work. Make sure they're not like in a bind, make sure you have thread on them, especially the cl- uh, the clutch cable also, because you don't want to be out of control as your bike is moving. Make sure all your lighting is working, stop lights so everybody knows what's going on. Make sure your horn works, that's important also. So just overall do a check over on your entire bike before you're riding your own and someone else's. Also, for lady mechanics that don't let the guys bully you. <laughs> They're just intimidated that you can do the same job that they can do. All right. Don't let them talk down to you. Do whatever. Show them out. Show them that you are here for a reason, and they'll respect you. Did you run into any of that? Or did um, you... Were the guys pretty good to you? The guys were pretty good to me um, because I came in, you know, with a learning attitude. I want to learn. I don't know everything. So if you come in with an open mind, then they'll respect you. Also, you just have to put your foot down if they try to say something or they try to make a comment saying, oh, well, she can't do this, then, you know, it's time to ramp it up, you know? Yeah. Get into the fighting spirit. Show them, you know, I'm here. You can't just get rid of me. I'm here for a reason. I'm not just a pretty face. I am here. (laughs) Good for you. And I think that's good advice across the board, not just as a mechanic Mm -hmm. or in a job, just in life. You know, if you show up with an open mind and um, and a learning attitude that you can learn from any situation, I think that you'll get along just fine. That's good. Good advice. Have you ever had a woman come in and say, I saw your interview and I need you to fix my bike? Yes. 
Have you? <laughs> That's actually happened a few times, um, which has been cool. Um, it's definitely been a learning experience, too, because a lot of the jobs that I have gotten from some ladies have turned into, like, huge jobs. So, you know, some jobs that they wouldn't give someone, you know, fresh out of school. Right. But it's definitely been a learning experience because of these people are, you know, they're requesting me to do it. So I get to learn and do everything and grow. So it's definitely helped out a lot. Um, I've done quite a few motors, um, worked on V-Rods. They don't teach that in school anymore because they're kind of obsolete now. But um, worked on tons of those. Uh, Just because they know me, I get to grow as a technician and I get to hone in on my craft and be a better technician. So, yeah. And that's basically what I want. I want people to know me for the great work that I do versus, oh, they see me on TV. Sure. So. Yep. And that will come with time. Yes. You know, people will come to trust you more and more. And, and honestly, that's what it's all about. Yes. Because that's the greatest compliment is when somebody comes back to you. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's amazing. Especially, like, I'm working to become a master technician, which is one of my one of my goals. I, I have to be, you know, I have to be one of the best. I have to do, I'll, I'll do everybody, you know, competitive me. <laughs> Good. That's what drives you. That's fantastic. Have you always been like that? When you were um, younger in school? Yes. Yeah. Yes, always. I have to be better than them. I have to be smarter. I have to just be on top. That's always how I've been. And I'm the oldest and the only girl of three boys. So ah. I guess it, it comes with the territory. <laughs> um, any Anybody you'd like to say hi to? I love to say hi to my mom. I love you. Also, and her name? Um, Dana Ramsey. Love to say hi to her, but also all my friends and everybody that helps me back at NMI in school, all my friends in Orlando, Florida. Um, thank you for believing me and believing in me. You know, um, there's a lot of times where I didn't want to continue especially in school with a whole bunch of guys I'm the only girl but you know like just thanks for believing in me and backing me up and just being there for me that's that's all I can say thank you that's awesome if one of the ladies listening wanted to come and have their, their bike looked at where would they find you Oh, so you can find me on Instagram. I'm more active on there. So um, you can find me at underscore Paris1994. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, uh, Paris McGowan on Facebook. And that's all I have right now. That's perfect. And the shop, where is it located? Uh, St. Charles Harley Davidson is located in St. Charles, right off of I-70 and West Clay. Awesome. Well, tell me a little bit more about um, your riding. Do you ride? Do you ride alone often? Yes. Do you? I kind of prefer it so because I'm so 
indecisive sometimes because mm-hmm. or I guess sporadic I'll like want to go out one way and then I'll just see something like in a distance and I'm just like oh I'm gonna stop here you know some people kind of get aggravated and they just want to ride straight on through versus I like to sightsee I want to take the long way around I want to stop here because they have cool stuff you know So I prefer to just kind of do it on my own. That's perfect. (laughs) Do you have a bucket list ride? Um, We talked about the rally, but any, anywhere you'd like to go? Canada. Ooh. Yes. It's just calling to me. I, I have to go there. The Vancouver mostly because of just the sites that I see like online and everything. I would love to go to Vancouver and just keep going. Just as far as I can go, cross country, honestly, is another like bucket list. Start from like New York and just go straight across. Um, I just, I want to do long distance now. I, I want it. I just have to be, I have to travel. I have to. Awesome. I've talked to a couple of different women that, have traveled so many miles and mm-hmm. one of them over a million. And yeah, I know. Wendy Crockett, she mm-hmm. was the 2019 Iron Butt winner. Yeah. And um, she she is just amazing to listen to where she's gone. And a lot of hers is putting the miles on, you know, for the mm-hmm. Iron Butt stuff. Um, but she just planned, right when COVID hit, she planned a long trip for her family, she and her husband both ride, and then her daughter rides in a sidecar. And they were going to go down and travel South America. And they ended up staying right around Mexico mm-hmm. um, and really enjoying it and having an amazing time there. But some of these women, it's just amazing to listen to how much they ride. Yes. Um, and she wasn't the only one. You know, there's a couple of others that I've interviewed and just the miles that they have underneath them. I'm like, I'm way behind. We need to get moving. (laughs) I need to get it in gear. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So I did see on your Facebook page that you rode the new Sportster. Oh, my goodness. The new Sportster S. (laughs) I fell in love. Um, It's an actual comfortable ride. It really is. Um, I don't know if I love it just for the stability because there's fat tires in the front and the rear, which I love. And on a windy day, like, I just didn't feel like I was being, like, pushed off the road or anything. Like, I could still, like, dig into the turns the way I really wanted to, which that was amazing. And it has a little pep in its step, let's just say. Okay. Is it an 883? No, 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 no. So it's this not. is uh, this is a completely different motor. Um, it's uh-huh. the same motor build as the Pan America. Uh, so everything's metric, um, which is Harley Davidson is definitely stepping into a new world. We have to get ready. Let's just say, and the new Spark Sportster is just something to be reckoned with. Let's just—it's not. The classic, which I do love, the the loud, you know, cruisers or anything, it's not really like that, but it still has that Harley power you can get behind. Mm, okay. 
So the Pan American, um, some of the girls have talked about that as well. Have you ridden one of those? I have not. Okay. Um, I like them. It's just they're really high up, and I'm mm-hmm. not that tall. Well, tell me about that, because that is a concern for some ladies. You know, I um, just I just responded to one that said, I'm 5'2". I'm, I think, actually, she was five foot. And what kind of bike should I get? So talk to talk about that just a little bit. So um, that's where it kind of comes into uh, like a little like of a gray area. Um, I had a lot of friends that are like five foot two. Um, they ride you know, sometimes like sportsters or even they go back to like the V rods because they sit kind of, you know, lower. And then you can buy like lowering kits to even lower it. The Pan America is designed basically to be off-road and on-road. So off-road bikes sit a tad bit higher. And I know there's like a special and a base model. The mm-hmm. special Pan America kind of lowers down for you so you can hit the ground. But it's just not lowering enough for me. And I'm I'm probably like five, 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 six. Okay. But it's still a bit high for me. Really? Okay. Yes. It's hard to tell from some of the pictures. So I was wondering, and I haven't gone to look at them yet. Um, I like the cruiser style. That's just me. I mean, I do too. Yeah. It just depends on the setup. Because I like to sit deep inside the bike versus sitting on top of sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, it's definitely been a hassle with being a technician and having to ride these people's bikes that are like six five. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so you have the, the bars that are like straight up and then their foot pegs are way high, you know, and the tall seats. So it's definitely been interesting for sure. <laughs> well, tell me about the most outrageous thing that you've seen on a bike? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's so many. Um, the most outrageous, uh, let's just say a guy came in and his exhaust came off while he was riding. Oh. Yeah, like the entire pipe came off. So he rode in to the shop with the pipe under his arm and just like rode in. Uh, that was interesting to see and hear. Um, oh, I bet. <laughs> also, uh, let's just say somebody came in with uh, vice grips as a shifter. Okay. Yes, um, that happened. Someone rode in with their bars broken. So they really? snapped in one half. They were just holding it. <laughs> I've seen that. Uh, yeah, there's Come been a, quite a few things. I'm just like, why did you ride that? We could have came and got you. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Well, maybe you should start a, a book, Mementos, of the craziest things that you see as the bikes come in. 
Oh, I try to take pictures, but some of them I'm just like, oh, I probably shouldn't. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want people to be like, hey, you're not supposed to be <laughs> talking about me. Or I had a guy, he painted his bike and I was, it, the paint looked great from what he did. And he painted the inside of the fuel tank too. That was, yeah, that was not a good idea. You don't want paint in your, in your gas. So that, yeah, that was an interesting find. How did he do that? <laughs> he, he pulled the, everything out and I guess he wanted the inside of the tank to match the outside. Oh. I don't know. I, have you ever seen a clear tank? Yes. You have? I've seen them, like, from afar. I've not actually worked with them or anything, but I think they're amazing. They are pretty cool looking. I just wondered, I, I just saw it fairly recently, and mm -hmm. I wondered what it was made of. Do you know? I couldn't tell you, honestly. Uh, it couldn't be glass, so. I mean, because. Like some sort of epoxy? It would have to be, but something, like, very coated well because gasoline eats a lot of mm. like plastic wise like you can't just put gas in like a Tupperware dish it will eat through it so yeah. hmm I don't right. know that's that's mystery, one of my missions now that's that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna bother me now I gotta look that up <laughs> <laughs> well let me know what you find okay I might okay. want one of those if you really need to be able to have some room between the outside of the tank and the inside of the tank, you could have a goldfish or something. Or something, I don't know. <laughs> that poor goldfish. <laughs> it might have fun. <laughs> you know, my, I want my dog to ride with me. My other dog rides with me. I've seen people with cats here and there and iguanas. Why not a goldfish, right? That's true. I don't know. I Okay, so one of the biggest things, random thought, I want a sidecar so bad just to take my dogs out with me because I have two little dogs, uh, Pop-Tart and Boots. Um, yes, so I want them to go with me. They love car rides, so I'm thinking if I could get a sidecar, I think it'd work. Plus, I just helped, uh, sometime last year, I just helped uh, set up a sidecar uh, thing. Um, you can probably see it on my Facebook where I'm, like, riding in the sidecar down the highway. It was so fun. So I, I think I want a sidecar now. I do have a friend that um, rode with a sidecar down mm -hmm. in Florida. And um, then he took it off, mm -hmm. but he forgot. He forgot. I mean, with a sidecar, you don't have to put your kickstand down. Yeah. So, yeah, he forgot that he didn't have the sidecar and didn't put the kickstand down and just got up. Mm. <laughs> it happens. It, it happens, yes. It yes. happens. It does happen. <laughs> Everybody has a whoopsie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Especially because I have to ride other bikes, like I said before. Yes. So, like, I'm constantly going from two wheels to trike. So, like, every once in a while, I go and put my feet down on the trike. And I'm just like, no, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> nope. You don't have to do that. <laughs> and then well, I'm, you that I'm leaning, and I'm just like, no, I don't have to do that. Yeah. 
Um, I did hear that it takes a lot more upper body strength for the it trek does. because you don't lean. It does. It definitely does. It's something that I have to definitely get used to, mm -hmm. especially like going through turns. You have to slow down. Yeah. You have to slow down or you'll do a way wider turn than you thought you did. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But they can carry a lot. They have big trunks. Yeah. Yes. That's so a I bonus about the trike. I could totally go cross country on the trike just because I know I'm going to carry it souvenirs and just I'm I'm one of those people. I'll I find a rock or something. Oh, this is where I was and I found this rock, you know? So Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I used to do that when I was young. We'd travel and I'd pick up yeah, I didn't want the stuffed animals or the little magnets or anything like that. I wanted a rock. Yeah. That's what I really wanted. Or just something, just mm -hmm. anything. Um, I'm big on, like, the keychains. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> well, when you go to Canada, you can definitely everywhere yeah. you stop, you'll have a keychain with keychains <laughs> attached to it all the way down to the ground, <laughs> kicking up sparks. Yep. <laughs> well this has been a lot of fun I appreciate it so much you're taking your time out and I know that you're in a right before a storm now so you've got things to do but thank you so much this has been fun it's been nice talking with you <laughs> is there is there anything else that you'd like to hit on anything about the dealership that you'd like to promote definitely stop by um St. Charles Harley Davidson, get a poker chip and just say hi. You know, who knows? I could be pulling out an entire transmission, which I just did. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to check the show notes for more information, websites, and coupon codes. If you have questions or suggestions, feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram or Facebook at Sassy Biker Sisters. Until next time, stay safe and stay sassy.